0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Now, Kramer and Jess, mornings on Mix 106.5. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Happy
2: Monday.
3: All right, so we got to figure this out, Jess. We're coming back in from our radiothon, you know, and there's been like 5 million people in and out of the studio. To me, you sound like you're in a spaceship right now. Does oh, it sound really? Like that? Does it sound like that in your headphones? And will you text us too, 6 mm-hmm. o'clock letters? There's nobody in the world we can be messier with than you. So if it sounds like Jess, I don't know if it's in my headphones or if Jess is literally sounding like she's in a spaceship. Okay. But if she is, let us know. 410 583 1065 we'll start with shout outs possibly from space jess who's <laughs> up with our six o'clock club
2: big energy lisa is here veronica good morning clever kevin is up with us francesca the nurse uh good morning to kelly and art in new windsor terrence is here our kinder care ladies karen and amber mr w in reisterstown hope a dope good morning good morning to lou and glenn bernie mama mcjam and elkton is checking in dante miss Bynum from patterson high school good morning Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore and Dr. Joe and Towson. Good morning.
3: Um, 410-583-1065, 6 o'clock club check-in. This is anybody, especially on a Monday, man, like it's after the long weekend. Just, I'm going to tell you, I don't know if you've ever had what I'm considering just like a doing stuff hangover. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, as you get closer to 40, like just doing stuff makes you tired, irritable, cranky the next day. <laughs> I... We were at Radiothon, right? And we had two days of broadcasting. And, I mean, it was more than usual. But were you not just brain dead by the end of it? And it's a great cause. And we're going to talk about how, how much money we raised and, oh, and it was uh,
2: Yeah, it, it was, again, like the last two days, it was amazing. Thank you to every single person that donated and was with us over the last two days. We appreciate you so much. And I can't wait to get into all the details of that. But it's definitely, like, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't think anyone... Uh, anyone should be <laughs> speaking publicly from like six a.m. to yeah. like seven o'clock at night, but it was so much fun, and it's. I think it's also a lot of fun to have uh, other friends of ours in the building. You know, Jeremy Khan from next door, from the fan, and and Karina was with us yeah. too. Who who's on with you at ten a.m. It was it was a lot of fun, but it's definitely it is a mission
3: for two days. How did you feel on Saturday, like? What was the vibe? Because again, like, like imagine whatever it is you're the job that you're going to right now. And nurses do this all the time. And I don't know how y'all do this because it's such a different pace than the rest of us are running at, you know? Mm-hmm. So like y'all do 12 hour shifts and it's nothing. Yeah. Right. Us, we did a 13-hour shift two days, and I don't I don't think I'm ever gonna recover from it. <laughs> like I don't think I'm gonna like Until next radio Like, on. Saturday, y'all, I sat there. I've never been more cranky more irritable, more, I took two naps. Yeah. I didn't get off, I either was on my couch or in my bed the whole entire day. I
2: think emotionally, emotionally too. Were you the same way? Well, yeah, but I I had a breakdown because we woke up and we had things to do. Uh, wow. We we had like our tax appointment and then, you know. Not taxes
0: after a radio
2: dude. Because at first I thought I was going to be fine and I didn't realize, like I was, and we had had a schedule, like Garage Boy was like okay, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this, and I'm just Okay, yeah, like our usual Saturday morning routine, that's fine. And then I sat in the car. He was playing, like, some fast music. And I was like, can you please turn that off? And then I start crying. I start crying. I'm like, I'm sorry, but I just, I can't, I just need a minute. I just, just need a can't. minute.
3: We just worked two days, and we're just not used yeah. to this, okay? Now, now, now,
2: these are the top three trending stories in the city.
3: The Baltimore Top Three, three. with Jess
2: number three. Happy Black History Month for the month of February. We're taking a moment to honor black Americans and the accomplishments that are too often forgotten. And today we honor one of America's most prominent African-American scholars of the late 19th and early 20th century. Anna Julia Hayward Cooper passed away today in 1964 in D.C. at the age of 105. As the daughter of a slave mother, she later became the fourth African-American woman in America to receive her doctorate in
3: 1924 woman saw a lot of life too didn't she 105 and go through all that too
2: amazing Um, number two so a new list of work terms for 2023 has been trending online so let's see if you've heard any of these or if they apply to you so number three boomerang employees it's when you go back to an old job because your new one didn't work out oh yeah
3: y'all got so cocky in 2020 2021 you're like you know
2: what Screw this place. <laughs> this sucks. Then
3: all of a sudden, 2022, y'all like, well, I mean,
2: it wasn't really that bad. Number two, bare minimum Monday. It's like quiet quitting, but just for the start of the week. So you skate by and let yourself ease into the week slowly. Yo, know, I'm
3: okay with that. I feel like Mondays and Fridays, like even the way we stack our schedule on this show, it's like bare minimum Mondays and then like, like absolute... Maximum least effort on Fridays. But then like we'll get everything else done during the week. It's fine. I'm okay with it.
2: And that number one trending, the new work term in 2023, rage applying. So this is when you're so fed up with your current job that Mm. you go home and apply to as many different jobs as possible that seem better than your current situation. Makes sense. Number one. King Charles continues to get turned down by major artists to perform at his Coronation this may so far he's been turned down by elton john the spice girls ed sheeran adele and the latest added to this list is now harry styles everyone's excuse so far has been scheduling conflicts except for adele she just said no uh the biggest act they've booked so far is lionel richie so we will see him in may and in other royal drama ignoring the wishes of queen elizabeth II, there is a title change coming for camilla Married to the now king since 2005, Queen Elizabeth II clearly stated in a letter before her death that Camilla's title would be queen consort. Reports are that once the coronation takes place in May, the wishes of the new king are that his wife will assume the title of queen.
3: Going back to Lionel Richie, you think he feels like a dummy right now?
2: No. Lionel Richie is going to come through with a smile on his face and he's going to do
3: his thing. Everybody else is turning it down, right? And like... Maybe he didn't realize that at the time. But like Everybody's like, no, 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 we're not doing this. We're not doing this. And then all of a sudden, no, he sees this. But I guarantee you, y'all, Nuh-uh. that price tag is not small. He's
2: going, all night that- long, <laughs> all night. Hey, happily. Go ahead, Lionel. This is Jess, and that was your top three.
3: If you are going to steal a car, I would highly recommend you know how to drive it. Uh-oh. <laughs> before that bad boy gets away. It's Monday. must be time for another edition of PA So Cray Cray. And it's been wild up there the last couple of days, man. I got stories for a whole week if we wanted to. (laughs) We just don't understand. You may not either. Like, what happens the second you cross from the Maryland border into Pennsylvania? Things just get wacky. A little bizarre.
2: Yeah, but we say this with love. We love our neighbors in PA, but we have to acknowledge the fact that very weird news stories tend to come out of there weekly.
3: So we give them their own segment. It's called PA So Cray Cray. And I think this story will explain why. So this was last week. Cops show up. They're responding to a stolen car, right, in Clearfield, Pennsylvania. And what they realized was as they started to track down where this car went, (laughs) this car was being very poorly driven back to the house that it was stolen from, okay? So somebody Mm -hmm. stole it. Police show up. All of a sudden... They see the car, like, down the street, and it's coming back to the house in which it was stolen from, right? And, like, they're like, what's happening? The car's, like, making noises. So come to find out, this guy named Jordan, 30-year-old, who stole this Chevy from the house. Didn't know how to drive sticks. He literally was grinding the gears and the stalling out of the vehicle all the way, all the way back.
2: Wait, so he he stole it, realized he couldn't do it anymore, and then brought it back to where, I mean, at least he was going to bring it back. It's not okay, but, like, at least he was trying to give it back to him. I just
3: feel like if you were going to be a car thief, and again, I'm not, so I don't really know, like, the logistics and the the mindset here. But you feel like you would know your limitations, or you would either say, hey, I probably need, if I'm going to steal cars frequently... Mm And maybe, I don't know, maybe this is the first time, I don't know.
2: Maybe it was dark outside. Maybe he couldn't see see that it was was. actually a stick shift. He gets inside and he's like, oh, crap, I don't know how to do this. Let me just try.
3: I'd be the same way. I have no idea how to drive a stick. No clue. I'd be screwed, right? So, obviously, the dude brings it back. Cops are sitting there. They arrest him. Not only did he steal a car, this this may not shock you, but... um, he also admitted to smoking meth and weed. Okay. Oh, no. So he was a little little high. Okay. And then he was charged That's probably with... probably why he brought it back. Uh, he was like, oh man, I gotta oh, bring this thing. No, I got no dude. idea what I'm doing, man. Mm. He was charged with threat theft and receiving stolen property, a DUI, yeah. criminal mischief. Here's the thing, man. Just don't do drugs and try to drive a stick if you have no idea what you're doing. That's just – I don't – if we we learn anything today, I guess that's the lesson of the day with PA so cray-cray. Do you love yourself? And I know that seems like a totally weird, out-of-the-blue question to go this morning, but you'll understand why it's so important as we get into this next segment. On Monday, we do something called Mom's Monday Motivation. I bring my mom on the radio show all the way from Georgia. Hi, Mom. Hi, honeys. My mom and I do a podcast together called Certified Mama's Boy. It is a a daily podcast that we do. You want a little life and uh, mom talk. You can always go over to Certified Mama's Boy on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. But for this radio show, uh, she gives us mom's Monday motivation. just something to get us pumped up for the week. So what's today, mom?
4: Okay. It's from Charles Bukowski. If you have the ability to love, love yourself first. Mm -hmm. We have to do it because how we feel about ourselves affects everyone and everything in our life. Mm -hmm. And so we have to take just extreme care of ourselves and love who we are. And if we don't love who we are, we need to work on it. Mm-hmm.
3: Can I tell you, this is something I've been talking about as certified mama's boy for a while now. Like that is, the, it's like the most cliche thing to say is to like love yourself. Jess, what is your what is your take on loving yourself? What does that even mean to you? Because I feel like everyone I talk to has a kind of a different stance on it.
2: I think it's being able to recognize your self worth, um, how you talk to yourself, how you allow others. To treat you because if you don't love yourself, then you allow others to treat you disrespectfully mm-hmm. because you're not respecting yourself. So mm-hmm. I think it's also knowing that you're deserving of happiness um, and not sabotaging things for yourself either. And so that, I think that's taken me a long time to get to.
3: My stance on, and I think I don't think any of us are going to be wrong about this. By the way, I think it's such a a, a big facet of what that actually means. But mm. uh, my take on it is being able to love yourself for the reasons you think you should not. Mm. Uh, you know, like as somebody mm. that grew up as as a heavier kid, like I've never really loved my body per se. But it's it's like through this transformation, i have gone through post divorce. I'm like I really do. I have to like be comfortable in my own. Why would I not be comfortable in my own skin? Like, why walk around hating this? It doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I can work out and do things, but it's, my body's gonna be my body. So loving the things that you find unlovable is really, I think, part of the task. And I think it's Justin Bieber that basically meant you can just go be by yourself when he said love yourself. So. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there's literally, everyone, every therapist i talk to, book I read, it's a little bit different. But think about what that means to you, and then what can you do with it today as we start off our Monday show. Right. All right, Mom, that's it. We call this Mom's Monday Motivation. My mom and I have a, the podcast called Certified Mama's Boy. If you want to go subscribe over in the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And until next week, I love you, Mom. Love you forever. After a two day radiothon, how much money were you able to raise for Johns Hopkins Children's Center? Well, we can tell you it was a record breaking year, and we'll start like that because I know the the day after radiothon, I guess the Monday after radiothon, we all get together like we have for 34 years. Yes. And we're like, okay, two full days. We as the city of Baltimore got together and we asked you to donate money to Johns Hopkins Children's Center. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you from our perspective, it was incredible because so many of you came forward. A lot of first time people that never have. And there's some people that came back time and time and time. Every single year, you make it a tradition to donate during the Radiothon. It was right. just a super special thing. But to get our grand total, because donations were taken over the weekend. And some people were like, I'm going to get to it. I'll get to on Saturday. i get to on Sunday. We turned to the queen of Radiothon. is what we decided. <laughs> That's not your actual time. Title, but, but that's what you are. It's not as fun. Your actual title <laughs> Hi is
5: everybody. Fun.
3: This is Cynthia from Johns Hopkins Children's Center. What are your thoughts on the Radiothon this year before we get to our grand total?
6: I am just, my mind is blown. You know, again, every year Baltimore rallies for our patients and families, and especially in that last hour, we needed some magic. We really did yeah. need some some extra help and we called on you and you guys answered and we have this amazing new total for our families at the children's center are you ready yes racing myself so ready <laughs> here we go so our 2023 total is one million four hundred and thirty two thousand two hundred and twelve dollars and thirty four cents oh my gosh
3: <laughs> that is crazy which is a radiothon record correct
6: Absolutely. And if I understand. Because we're the biggest in the East, my friend. I, I was going to say, it's literally, I don't <laughs> yeah, think Yeah, this is realize. Radiothon
2: history right here.
3: If you were born and raised here, you may not realize what a big deal this is. Not only just for our city, but like in the whole entire country, mm-hmm. there are so many children's hospitals that look at this Radiothon and are like, how do you do it? And, and Cynthia, how do we do it?
6: We have amazing listeners and amazing donors and amazing families and amazing station that helps us bring this all together. Yeah,
3: it was it's, it's such an incredible process. Now, for those that are wondering, you know, okay, $1.4 million, what does that do? What does that do for you guys?
6: Yeah, absolutely. So that money goes to helping our patients and families in so many different ways. It pays for things that insurance doesn't cover, that allows our kids to still be kids while receiving treatment. It helps us with research or education or paying for equipment when something breaks and we just don't have the funds to purchase a new item. So that is our like financial security throughout the year to really Help our patients with these dollars that are able to do what we need most at that time. Yeah. And I think the most special thing
2: in you, and if you were listening over the last couple of days, you heard us say over and over and over again. But the Children's Center does never turns families away, and that's because of Radiothon and this record-breaking moment.
3: Yeah. Super special. Now, let's say that someone's hearing this for the first time. They say, "I still want to give. I, I didn't get a chance last week. I heard it, but I forgot, or whatever." Can people still donate as of right now?
6: Yes, absolutely. Obviously, our phone bank is down for the year, but you can still make your gift at hopkinskids.org or texting M-I-X to 51555.
3: I'm so freaking proud of this city, man. You set a record Thank you for Radiothon this year. Mm-hmm. And for everybody over at Johns Hopkins, you guys are just, you guys are the greatest from Cynthia and the team, then all, of course, all the way to, to the, the, the doctors, the, the staff, the Volunteers, nursing Volunteers, everybody. And everybody.
2: Everyone who, you know, brought food for us, yeah. the sponsors, the just people first-time first 1st donors, everyone that comes back year after year, this doesn't happen without you, and it was just a special experience to be a part of, and we are so, so
3: grateful. That's right. Cynthia, until next year, what are we doing? Two million next year?
2: Oh, let's do it. <laughs> we can do it, guys. Yeah. Let's go, Baltimore. I'm Sandra
0: and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: Mix 106.5.
0: When your best friend runs out of advice... And your
1: therapist won't return your calls...
0: And how does that make you feel...
6: Group
3: therapy with Kramer and Jess. All right, Taylor from Ellicott City. Good morning. So what's the dilemma
5: today? Good morning. So my boyfriend wants me to give up my dog, Mm. and I'm not sure what to do about it. Oh,
3: no. Why would you have to give up your dog?
5: Good question. (laughs) So I'm so in love with this guy. We've been together for like three years, Mm. and, you know, I'm ready to progress it. I want to move in together. I want to take next steps. I love this guy like I've never loved anyone else. Um, but he doesn't want to move in, and it's not because he doesn't want to be with me. It's because of my dog.
3: What's wrong with your dog?
5: Nothing. My dog's perfect. You no, know, I adopted my dog and he was, like, a year, year and a half. I've had him now for, you know, ever since, and he's like my child. I yeah. honestly, I would lie down in front of a train for this dog, you know, it's, but my boyfriend was attacked by a dog when he was a kid, and it was pretty bad it's pretty brutal he actually ended up in the hospital and he still has scars from it so he's like
2: so it's not just like he doesn't just not like your dog he doesn't like he is not a dog person in
3: general (laughs) but But just like a dog person this is like this is like trauma this is like trauma stuff yeah yeah yeah
5: Yeah. very seriously yeah and i have a seven-year-old pitbull who is the sweetest little smush and, you know, my boyfriend wasn't even attacked by a pit bull or anything. It's just that it's a bigger dog, and it just is not something he's comfortable with. So, he's told me, you know, he loves me, and he's cool keeping things the way that they are. But he has said if we want to move in together, that I have to get rid of my dog. Man, okay. That
3: makes
2: me really sad. I'm sorry. Like, I, I
3: get his point. Like, I get it. No, I, this you is can't like a be uncomfortable where I, like, At first I was home. mad, and now I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, wait. Okay, so... We'll get phone calls coming in 410-583-1065. Maybe there's somebody that's been in a spot like this before where the pet was an issue in your relationship and then how do you handle that? 410-583-1065. I mean Jess, you you and Garage Boy are, have a similar kind of a similar story.
2: Yeah, it's not I mean it's not this traumatic, but I I've definitely been wanting um a pet for like over two years and I remind him of that every single day. And it sucks, you know, but I, but I understand. And we're, and I think our situation is the, ex, the additional expense and just having to wait. I also know though, eventually I'm going to be able to have a pet. I think I, or I know it would even be more heartbreaking if he was like, I don't want to live with animals ever
3: right. in my entire life. So what would you do in that situation then? Like, it, what, especially like imagine, cause Jess is a cat person mm-hmm. and let's say you had a cat. Okay. And uh, Garage Boy, your fiance, was like...
2: I'm terrified of cats. I'm terrified of cats.
3: Like, I don't... You know, I was attacked by a cat, which you can understand. It's not yes. like he's like... It's not like he's like, oh my gosh, you know, like...
2: Yeah, putting myself in this situation, I would be so hurt and it's, it would be heartbreaking. But I also would not give up marrying the love of my life, though. So. And I think that so you would, that, get,
3: you would get rid of your cat. I it
2: would I would give my cat to someone that I would be able to go visit my cat. Wow! Because that way my my animal could still be in my life, but I also just thinking of the person that he is and like who he is in my life. I also can imagine. Giving him up and not and us not getting married next year like that's not even that's not even in the cards for me.
3: I don't think I could do it, man. I don't think I've got a fourteen and a half year old chihuahua, right? And she's been with me my, my her her whole entire life. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, I'm trying to imagine like now if I was in a relationship and somebody was like, Hey, you know, Kiki's great, but like she got to go. I don't think I could I could ever agree to that mm-hmm. for any circumstances. You know, like I don't think there's any anybody in the world. But I
2: think it's easier to say that in the beginning versus being like three years into, into the relationship, yeah. which makes it you guys have already made a connection. The love is there, like you said. You've never loved anybody else. But damn!
3: Like he should have. Like I feel like this should have been discussed beforehand. But like you may have already known, but maybe now it's just not quite coming no, it's a together. Real thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what would you do in this situation, then? This is what group therapy is all about. 410-583-1065. You're in love with somebody who actually has, like, trauma mm-hmm. over a pet. Uh, who's If somebody's got to go, who you picking and why? Wendy from Pasadena, good morning. Good morning. So who, somebody's <laughs> got to go in this situation. Who is it? I'm sorry. It has to be the boyfriend. Damn. Um, my, my
4: dogs, I, I've had dogs. I had a Rottweiler. I had a big lap. My fur babies are my babies. This man was dating this lady with this big dog for three years, and he knew she was there. And maybe they could go to therapy together, and he could try to get over it if he loves her so much. Yeah. But for him to say, hey, I want to move in, you got to get rid of the dog. That, that's a complete red
3: flag right there for me. So you're already saying that it's like, well, I've already bonded. And that's how I feel with Kiki, too. Kiki's like my family, man. Like I just can't. Yes. My, my, my dogs
4: are my total family. I've yeah. been through with diabetes, cancer. Yeah. There's, there's no way I would ever get rid of my pets, my fur babies
3: to a, a person. Even, to a, wait, a man. Even, though, even though you thought this was the love of your life even if i thought it was the love of my life. Okay. All right. There she goes. Thank, Thank you, Wendy. Have a great day. Beth from Always Mills. Good morning. Oh
4: my god. Good morning. I am so tired of hearing people saying that their dog is like their family. Their dog is their baby. Their dog is their second child. No. It's a dog.
7: <laughs>
3: okay. You're okay. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm walking in on your are heading into to, to, to fragile territory with me, but but please. The floor is yours.
4: I mean, like, are we literally having a conversation where she's going to choose between her dog and a man that she says is her soulmate, who has loved her and cared for her and taken care of her for three years? Well, I,
7: okay. it's a dog.
3: So, okay, okay, I, I, <laughs> I hear you. I will say though, there's no way in the world, there's nobody in the world I would give Kiki up for.
2: But I think we do have to keep into taken into consideration because you say that and that's true but where where she's in th- where the situation is right now she, this is her soulmate that she knows now it's not like it's the beginning of a situation of course you're not going to give kiki up for someone that you just met right but obviously to fall in love with someone and to say that this is the person you want to spend your life with but then find out that they suffered a traumatic experience I think, Thank that, you. I think I think that is a point that has to be made because of course you would never do that. Right, I wouldn't do right. that. But it's hard to say that when you are in the middle of that predicament.
3: But so what so what do I you mean, want what do you want her to do with the dog then?
4: She has to go give the dog to someone else. Does she have a family member or a friend? Can she can take never. the dog to a pound? I like never. I just I just that's don't funny. understand. Like, what is the question here? Okay. So,
3: it's a dog. So to you, it's, it's just, that, that is what it is, and that's, okay. All right. I, 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 I graciously disagree, but uh, but glad you called today. Thank you. Yay. Alexa from Glen Burnie. Good morning. Oh, there's Alexa. Hey, Alexa. Hey. What do, you th- what do you think about this?
4: It's a very difficult situation. I feel bad for the boyfriend for going through that, but I'm sorry. You can be the love of my life. Um, no, you have to go. You, my dog is my other
3: son. You know, we, we just talked to a woman a second ago that seemed like she was so sure that any sane person would choose a partner.
2: Well, she didn't understand
4: why no, we were, we she's were even the one having. Unfortunately, no disrespect, but she's the one who's insane. You Animals, <laughs> especially dogs, are very loyal and loving. Yeah. And to just say, well, just take it to the to the pond just like that. It's appalling to me because to me my dog is my family. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's hard to get I mean so obviously we, like that don't surprise me. She sounds like the person who will leave the dog and drive away.
3: No. Yeah.
4: Well right, I think I'll it choose was I took my dog
3: like it's just like a piece of property, like you would have a couch or nope. something where you're just like, well, this doesn't fit in the house exactly. anymore, so let's just get rid of it. Yeah, I think if you're a pet person, ain't no way in the world. Well, but- I
2: think that's the thing, you know. When we were when we were talking with the caller that was just on a moment ago, it was she was more surprised why we were even having the conversation to begin with. Yeah. So I think we have to be understanding, obviously, to Taylor her animal is like her child so i think it's it's not okay for you just to say take your dog to the pound because you wouldn't take a love you wouldn't just like ditch a loved one on the side of the street
3: i'm just the only thing that i'm really stuck with on this cuz y'all know i'm team dog 100% right but like what, what? <laughs> I, I empathize for the situation. It's not like he just doesn't like dogs. Or no, he right. Like, he is like traumatized. He
2: was. He ended up in the hospital.
3: Right. So like you have to you have to take that into account too. That like man, that would really really suck mm-hmm. if you met somebody, they were perfect, you wanted to progress it, and they're like, I can't. Like I, because of my trauma, I literally just can't move forward on this. Yeah. 410-583-1065. This
2: is Anna from Towson on line
3: eight. Hey Anna. Good morning. Hi, how are you? We're good. What do you think about this?
1: Well, I I would just ask one question. I mean, I'm I'm also a dog person. I have two rescues Mm -hmm. and I love them. I've been married for 25 years, Um, is to define what that next step is in their relationship. Mm -hmm. Because if he's not going to, if they're not going to get engaged um, and she gets rid of the dog and then things don't work out between them, it's going to be really hard for her to lose that dog as well. I think that there's got to be a compromise. I I am so sorry he went through the trauma that he did. Could the dog potentially stay with someone else while he gets some therapy mm. and they work through it together? Because if they're going to be together for the rest of their lives, this kind of thing is going to come up over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, and they need to resolve it one way or the other, I think. Um, and I, I do think that if he has no intentions of proposing, at least not for a really long time, then maybe they need to sit down and have a larger conversation.
3: That's a really valid point, That's though, true. too, of, like, where is this going to go? Cause can you imagine, just be in her shoes for a second, and imagine that you went through all this, you got rid of your pet, and then it didn't work out?
2: Yeah, or he's like, well, I didn't say I wanted, um, I wanted to get engaged. I just said I'm ready to move in.
3: Yeah, man, this situation just sucks. A uh, Text from the, uh, this is a 484 area code, it says, I'm confused. Why is this an issue now? It sounds like the dog's been around longer than the guy. He should have made this clear from the beginning i think that's really the issue is that like they didn't put the two together of like how this is progressing like what would we do and now what do you do when you're in love with a person yeah. and it's time to move the relationship forward it's tough hey marie from baltimore good morning good morning how are you we're good uh, what who 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 goes in this situation
7: who goes in the situation the dude goes in the situation it's like this if she had children and he did not like children. Would he tell her to get rid of her children uh, before he moved in? Ooh. People need to wake up and understand. Pets have feelings. And yes, they are your family. And if you can't relate to that, then I feel very sorry for you. Because pets are wonderful. Mm-hmm. What I will tell you a situation I had. Okay. I was in a place where I lived. Then I couldn't have the type of dog that I had, which was a pit bull. Yeah. Um, they told me either, um, my dog has to go or I have to go. And guess what? I went and I slept in my car with my dog. till I went to another place. Why does this, why does this
3: get you so emotional?
7: Because all homeless animals and for people to sit there and do this is so appalling. Yeah. So sorry, Marie. Yeah, I get it. No, it's fine. I feel sorry for the animals that are in shelters. This is so wrong, and this is a situation. He has a problem, not her. He mm. has a problem. He needs to go get himself some type of therapy, whatever it is that he needs. But if he doesn't want to be with her because of her dog, it's like if a person was in a car accident. Are you not ever going to get into a car again? I mean, come on! That's yeah. unreal.
3: That's, that's pets a...
7: are like your family, and pets have feelings just like people do. And you know what? For the people out there that are listening, if you want an animal, go to your local shelter yes. and get an animal. There are so many animals that are looking for homes. Yes. And please, to the person that's you know asking this other person to get rid of her dog. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that because karma comes back. And maybe one day you're going to be in a situation where no one wants you.
3: Damn. Mm. There she goes. I'm really glad you called today. Thank you so much. Have a good Monday, okay? Thank you. And have a nice day. Now. Now.
7: Now.
1: These are the top three trending stories in the city.
7: The Baltimore Top Three (laughs) with Jess.
3: Okay, well, we know we have a lot of animal lovers on the show, so that's cool. Number three.
2: If Governor Westmore's legislation passes, Maryland's minimum wage could raise to $15 an hour this year. So in 2019, the General Assembly passed a bill to raise the minimum wage starting in 2025. And under that law, the minimum wage is set to increase by 75 cents a year until it reaches 15 by 2025. But Governor Moore's plan calls for raising the minimum wage starting October 1st of this year. Then beginning July 1st at 2025, future increases will be tied to inflation up to
3: 5%. I was going to say, man, nobody should be working for $13.25 an hour. I don't know how in the world that is possible with the inflationary rates that we have right now. Uh-huh. And I get it. Listen, I understand. For people that are on the other side being like, well, you know, there's... We, that's just going to raise our tax. That's just going to do this. It's going to hurt businesses. I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree that it's going to be an inconvenience, but there has to be a middle ground somewhere. You yeah. know what? If I go to a restaurant and you want to charge me one more dollar, two more dollars, all right. And that's what it's going to take to, like, get people to be able to live at a normal, survive. like, survive, yeah. you know? So, all right. Number two.
2: NFL legend Tom Brady is delaying his Fox sports gig to try a new career in stand-up comedy.
0: <laughs> this is true.
2: I think it is. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Apparently, his inner circle has been trying to talk him out of this. A source said, quote, Tom was a terrific quarterback, but as a comic, he's strictly a water boy. Brady's ego inflated when Jane Fonda gushed over him in the recent comedy movie 80 for Brady. And sources said the experience left him feeling like an all-pro comic and that he actually had a shot at this thing. He did a nice job reading professionally written material in a small part, but he'll be playing a whole different league if he takes up the stand-up stage. And Tom decided to postpone his 375 million dollar Fox Sports deal where he's going to be a uh, you know analyst for NFL to 2024 so he can give this thing a go
3: It just it just doesn't make sense to me. I think what happens is some people, at times, people get like really well, that's cocky at cocky. He was on the set,
2: and everyone was yeah. like, oh my gosh, Tom, you're, so you're, you're doing so good. Yeah, that you're is so amazing. And
3: Now he's like, let me tell you, what's the deal with football? You're like, what? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Number one.
2: The Jonas Brothers are heading to Broadway. The group made the announcement on social media that they'll be performing a five-night concert series next month, which will uh, feature a different album each night. So their entire catalog from two 2007 Bro. to 2019 will be featured at the Marquee Theater March 14th through the 18th. And then on the final night, the Jonas Brothers will close things down with the first ever live performance of their upcoming album, The Album. That's- this sounds so freaking cool. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Every single album, if I like burning up, burning up on Broadway, excuse <laughs> me, the year 3000 on Broadway.
3: I think every woman between the age of like 25 and 40 right now. Is like
2: what?
7: Like yeah, that's this is awesome.
3: That's actually a super smart idea. I never right? thought. I don't. And I don't know. Maybe this has happened before. But to have an artist play album by album by album leading up to so their big thing. Cool. It's a good idea. This
2: is Jess, and that was
3: your top three. What is the last thing that you did in the name of love? And I'm not talking about like, oh my god, I gave I gave my partner my kidney. I'm talking about these little relationship things that you have done that you really didn't want to do, mm-hmm. but like your partner loves them. Like consider this to be a personal l but a relationship w yeah makes sense yeah jess just found herself in one of these this weekend what happened
2: i had to watch creed 1 and creed (laughs) 2 back to back this weekend now if you're like what the hell is going on it's basically i mean obviously like the spinoff from rocky and i'm explaining this to you because it's i'm I didn't grow up watching Rocky. So if you're probably like, obviously I know what Creed is, Jessica. Well, I didn't, okay? Because I am not watching boxing movies in my spare time. It's not something that I'm interested in. But Garage Boy was like, can you please watch these movies with me? Because I wanna see Creed 3 next weekend and I need you to know what's going on, right? And when he asked me to watch something with him, it's not like we it's you know, we can put it on the TV and I'm on my phone. Like he wants me
3: to watch we Of course. The movie. And to, like, interact with it, right? Be like, did you see that punch? Now, I've never seen Creed 1 or 2, so I can't really give much commentary here, but I understand that feeling of he's asking you to watch it because he also wants you to be as entertained and interested in it as he is. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so, and there's, and also, like, he stopped me, looked me in my eyes and was like, can you please watch this with me? And knowing that, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just, like, on my phone, like, on Instagram, like, no, I just sit there and, like, watch what was going on. And not just one movie, but two movies. I felt like this whole whole weekend was just going to the gym and watching creed that's it
3: and how was it after you actually did it did you take any personal enjoyment at all in watching creed one and two
2: yes it was nice it's actually a very inspiring storyline you know i am intrigued to see the third one michael b jordan it's his directorial debut or whatever so i think it's gonna be great um, but yeah, it's like it's like it was cool, but it's still like I don't want to do it again. You did it for him, though.
3: You did it. For, yeah, you I would, did it for him. And you would never like if you saw Creed one and two, you would never go to see Creed three by yourself at the theater, like with your girlfriends or something else, right? No. Like that was a that total do it for love kind of thing. Absolutely. And man, if you're in a relationship, you know these kind of things. Now, let me tell you too that actually, when I was married, I totally went in for the personal L. I knew I was like, this is not. This is not it for me at all, but actually turned out to be terrible habits that I picked up. So my ex-wife loved watching The Bachelor. Yes. Now I hated The Bachelor. I did not like when I first. I, I stayed away from it for so many years. I just thought it was so stupid. I'm not getting into it. Ex-wife loved it. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna like. Give this a shot. Because it's
2: bonding time. It's important to her. It is bonding time.
3: Because what else are you going to do? Especially think back in the day, like all you really had was like network TV to watch, you know? So I was like, okay, I'm going to sit here. It's important to her. We're going to watch The Bachelor together. Y'all, I got so damn addicted to that show. I watched it for like 10 seasons. Even when we got divorced afterwards, I'm still watching (laughs) The Bachelor every week. I'm dedicating like hours to this. There's some episodes that are like four hours long and I'm like, what? Yeah. But I'm invested. Yeah. It turned into a personal W, but it started with a personal L, but just for the relationship, right? That's why I did it. Let me give you another one that became extremely expensive. My ex-wife used to love to go get her nails done, right? And she'd be like, hey, come come to the nail salon with me mm-hmm. and just get like a pedicure or something. And I'm like...
2: I'm low-key. Nah, I'm low-key starting to pull Garage Boy into this. I'm not
3: doing that. I'm not mm-hmm. doing it. I'm not... like That's like... That's for you. That's for women. Yeah, that's, why,
2: why would I go to a nail salon and get pampered? That sounds insane. First
3: time I went, y'all, you know, I sat in my, like, the chair by myself just waiting for her to get her stuff done. Just sat there all cranky and stuff. Next yeah. time I went... I literally get a pedicure. It changed my life.
4: They're life-changing. It literally
3: became such an expensive bad habit that I picked up because but they're it was so for her.
2: nice. They're so nice.
3: If this is you, we want to hear this story. Like, what did you do in the name of love? And maybe you ended up hating it. But you could have loved it afterwards, too. I've got a text from the 240. It said, my girlfriend got me into watching football when we started dating. And she's an Eagles fan. So we started watching most of those games. But then we started to watch Sunday Morning Countdown. And now fast forward, our uh, our team's faced off in the Super Bowl. And it reminded me to be supportive because, you know, sometimes you got to like what your partner likes. Yeah. Some weekends get a little testy between us. But other than that, it's great. Yeah. Never thought she'd be a football fan. Look at that. Here's a text from the 410. It said, in the name of love, I took a six-hour defensive pistol class. Oh. Like, imagine that. Like, imagine Garage Candy. He was like, hey, I want to take a pistol class. you would be like, damn, what? Like, what do I do with this thing? I just, imagine, <laughs> I just imagine Jess with a gun. It looked really funny in my head. Can
2: it be pink or no? <laughs> Can I bedazzle it or no?
3: <laughs> she said, I, I took it with my husband. I loved it. So that it's actually awesome. worked out. Yeah. If you got a story like this, 410-583-1065. Amber from Pasadena, good morning. Good morning. You did this out of the name of love. What was it? So my husband was into golf big time, and he would always want me to
4: go with him and walk the course. Yeah, I used to find it so boring. Yes, but it ended up being a couple win. But then in the long run, it ended up being a win for myself because I lost over a hundred pounds.
3: Damn! Wow. Okay, Amber, that's huge. <laughs> It, so okay, take me yeah. to take me to the first time though that you ever went to and and, and walked the green, walked the course. What did, how, what was that that true feeling of it? Did you did you let him on to, like believe that you liked it or were you just were you just like yeah this sucks? No, I let him on. <laughs> See, and I yeah. think sometimes that's what you got to do. You got to go in, Jess. You got the like, creed. I like I'm way interested in this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love I love punching yes. in boxing.
7: Like what? Yep, I'm just like go, babe, get that <laughs> hole in one. Yes. <laughs>